Good evening, good evening. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast God's Holy Word and I am your host Leslie Sullivan. It has been a couple of days since we've done some podcasts because of the holidays and just getting some rest. So that's always good. Um I wanted to take a look here at 1 Samuel and this is in chapter 5 and I've been reading through the Bible again and I noticed some things in here that I had not noticed before. It really got my attention. And I thought, well, I should share this. So I'm again in the book of First Samuel, and that is in the Old Testament, in chapter five. So I'm going to read this to you, and then we're going to circle back to these verses and really dive into them because they are really good. There's so much meaning here and so much hidden depth. It's really neat what God can show us through His Holy Word, and that's just one of the most beautiful things about God's Holy Word is that it's never void. It's never over. It's always full of light and enlightenment and wisdom, and it's also very much full of God's love for us. So that's wonderful. So it says here, beginning at chapter five, and the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer, I think, unto Ashdod or Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. And when they of Ashdod arose early on the morrow, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. And when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. Therefore neither the priest of Dagon nor any that come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod unto this day but the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod and he destroyed them and smote them with emrods even Ashdod and the coast thereof and when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so they said the ark of the god of Israel shall not abide with us for his hand is sore upon us and upon Dagon our god Okay, so let's circle back here and really dive into this because this is really good. Okay, so we're going to start with verse one. It says, "And the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer or Ebenezer unto Ashdod." So here we have the the Philistines. They are pagan, and they are the enemies of Israel. And they have the ark of God, the ark of the covenant. And so that is really bad because first of all, they're pagan. They don't believe in the God of Israel. they're worshiping idols they're worshiping their own god which is called Dagon and it's a pagan god it's it's a lifeless form and so they are really taking a huge risk by taking something that's holy and bringing it into their society and putting it into their pagan god's temple big mistake to do that verse 2 says when the philistines took the ark of god they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon mistake there because God is the only one and true God and he does not want anybody worshiping any other god even pagans even though pagans they worship their own gods or one god whatever god they worship God doesn't want to be near that because to worship anything other than God is a lie and our god is truth goes on in verse 3 and when they of Ashdod arose early on the morrow behold Dagon which is their false god was fallen upon his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. So more than likely this statue or figurine was probably really huge. You have to really think about that. 
Think about the pagan temples of Greece and Rome and how large their statues were and how large their temples were. So this was not something that someone that a human could just easily knock over. It, it, it took a lot of force. It took the force of the Lord to do it. Okay. It goes on and says in verse four, and when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon was fallen upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. That right there tells me all knees will bow, even pagan gods. They will bow. Nothing can stand in front of God that is opposite of Him. He He will not tolerate lies. He will not tolerate paganism. He will not tolerate injustice. And the the Philistines they were very much practicing injustice against the Israelites, against the Hebrews, which is God's chosen people. Goes on to say, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. So what's interesting is that not only did this statue, which was probably really large, not only did it fall off and was thrown off its pedestal by God, but there were certain things of it that were severed, meaning the, the statue wasn't shattered. So that means that God not only knocked that statue over, which probably weighed hundreds of pounds, but He severed parts of it. Because as you know, if you drop a a clay pot on the ground, what does it do? It shatters. Well, when this pagan statue was thrown onto the ground, it did not shatter. God made sure of that. He severed different parts of it. Why? To bring to bring and instill fear into the Philistines, because they knew they were doing something wrong by putting the Ark of the Covenant inside their pagan temple, and God wanted them to know, I am over your God. That's why he he severed parts of it was to show his power and his authority. Goes on to say, therefore neither the priests of Dagon nor any that come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod unto this day. So the priests saw this and they knew that hey, there's no way a person could have done that. It it, it put the literally the fear of God in them because they knew there was something holy here and it wasn't them and it wasn't their God. It was the Israelites' God. Goes on to say, but the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and He destroyed them and smote them with emeralds, even Ashdod and the coast thereof. So God is punishing them for putting Him in an unholy place and taking Him and His covenant away from His chosen people. Big mistake. They should have never done that. And when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, the ark of the God of Israel shall not abide with us. For his hand is sore upon us and upon Dagon our God. Here we see that the Philistines are very much aware that they are completely in the wrong, and they mess with the wrong God. They mess with the wrong people, and they know that they've got to do something different. They know that they need to get this Ark of the Covenant back to God's people. Otherwise, He's going to wipe out their entire human race. Because God does not tolerate anything unholy. God loves it when people repent and come back to Him, but the Philistines—they were not the type of people to repent, and they were not the type of people to convert to the religion of the Hebrews, because they hated the Hebrews. They didn't think they were worth anything. See, what you have to remember is that earlier in the Bible, I think it was in Deuteronomy. I remember correctly. It's probably Deuteronomy and Joshua, if I'm not mistaken. It says in there a couple times that you know it's not by your strength. It's not by the Israelites or the Hebrews' strength, or because of who they are that God chose them as a as His people. 
but he chose them because they were a peculiar people. And for a long time, I thought that was a bad word, not in terms of like cursing or anything, but I thought it was meant as an insult. Well, no, it's really not. God chose the Hebrews, also known as the Israelites, one and the same people there. He chose them because nobody else wanted them. Nobody else wanted them. They were the underdog. And they were worshiping the God of Abraham, the God the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. They had not forgotten their one true God. That's what made them peculiar. Was that wherever they lived, they mostly were surrounded by a bunch of pagans. Wherever they lived, they were supposed to honor and worship their one true God. That's why God gave them strict instructions through Moses and Joshua and told them to smote these people, meaning get rid of them, fight them, go to battle, and God will help you defeat them. That's what he was saying to the Hebrews and the Israelites because he knew these pagans were cold-hearted. He knew that they would not convert because they did not want to believe in the one true God. They were aware of God. But because they hated the Hebrews, the Israelites so much, They they thought that because they were pagan and they had their own gods, they were hoity-toity and they thought why should we bow our knee to a god that is worshiped by these low-life slaves? That was their perception. So the Philistines were not very nice to the Israelites at all. And so they really were trying to stick it to the Israelites when they took their ark of the covenant because they thought that by stealing the ark of the covenant that they would completely defeat the Israelites and that's not what happened at all because they messed with almighty God and you can't do that. Um so I will go ahead and end this short podcast because I'm cooking something. I'm cooking some chicken for dinner, but I will follow up in the next podcast. So I will be right back or listen to the next podcast. So I'll be right back. Thank you.
We bought.